Hey, hey, welcome to Beyond the Couch. I'm Dr. Christine Jehu, a coffee-obsessed, licensed psychologist and coach. In this podcast, we take conversations beyond the couch of a therapy room to explore all things high performance, personal growth, and mental health. And we do it all without the psychobabble. An important note, while I am a psychologist and we do talk about mental health here, this show is not mental health treatment and it's not intended as a substitute for mental health treatment. You'll find resources for how to find a therapist and crisis numbers in the show notes should you need them. All right, let's get into it. Hey, hey, what is happening? Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Couch. We are we're a solid week into March. Like what is actually happening? I feel like I say this every time we change a month. So let me not sit here and just talk about where we are <laughs> in the year. Um, but I I bring up the month because I had this idea for this year that I wanted to to do a lot of reflecting personally, but also actively here with you as a way to model and encourage you to be intentional around this monthly reflection and and being present and connected to the existence that we're living. And I'm going to be honest, I sat down the other day to record a reflection on the month of February, going back and looking at those questions that I offered up for you all um, in episode 110 when I was reflecting on January and looking forward to February, I started, I tried to record that episode two times and it wasn't coming together. It simply wasn't coming together. And part of what I think is happening is that I'm still in process with a lot of the elements that I was hoping to share, um, particularly around one of the questions that I offered in episode 110 around what's the, the, what's the season teaching me, but then also what's the message or the lesson in the urge that I have been feeling to slow down. And I don't know if you are feeling similarly, but that's a really, like, I am just really feeling pulled to sit in the stillness. And that is a very opposite place than where I typically go. Um, As a Enneagram 3 achievement-oriented human being, more of a go-go-go personality, this This drive to slow down and be still, be very present focused is is challenging me in a lot of ways. And so I think my attempts to unpack that here with you, I'm just not ready. I'm just not ready. So um, I'll share with you a little bit about what I am doing just here off the cuff, and then we'll get into... um, the meat of the episode. Uh, but this stillness, I, I've, I'm taking steps back from social media, which let me tell you, they're not big steps because I wasn't a lot of steps into social, (laughs) but I have noticed that I feel less of an urge 
to pop on Instagram and simply scroll or watch stories. I just really, I, I don't want to say that I don't care because I know a lot of you are out there and I follow you and we engage. Um, but it's more so that I care to be, and I'm focused on being present, being grounded where my feet are, being really connected to the relationships that are in front of me and those that I'm building, um, that I just haven't felt that need to escape or, um, also I just feel fulfilled, right? Fulfilled in ways that I haven't in a long time where I think I was going to social to fill some gaps, fill some voids. And it's nice. (laughs) It's nice to not feel that that need to be on there in in efforts to be connected. While I'm also recognizing that I feel the pendulum is, is swinging. And so I'm in the process of settling that pendulum in the middle and figuring out what that looks like for me. And so as I offered up those journaling questions in episode 110, um, I haven't fully unpacked all of them again, cause I'm still in process with these pieces. And so that's where it was feeling hard to give you a true February reflection. Um, and also like the calendar starts and stop, but it doesn't mean that our existence as humans starts and stops on the calendar. So, you know, we're just, we're just in continuation. And I think that that's, that's good and beautiful. Um, and I'm also, (coughs) excuse me, um, allowing myself to, uh, what are the words? I feel like I want to say not be in completion, but I don't know if that fully, if that fully captures it. Um, Yeah, I just feel like there are a lot of things in process right now, a lot of really beautiful, good things in process that I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy to, to sit in it and, and to be in this new rhythm. And I don't know if it's new, it's a different rhythm. So anyhow, all that to say, uh, I tried to record an episode twice wasn't feeling ready to share that with you and woke up this morning thinking, well, shit, (laughs) I got to record something and I'm not quite sure what it's going to be. And then, uh, as it does in the middle of a workout, I uh, heard something from the instructor that I was, um, taking a cycling class from on Peloton. And, uh, I always, I have, I am that person who keeps their phone on the bike with them when they work out because I have all of the thoughts typically (laughs) during a workout. And so I, I need to be able to jot them down. So you see the, uh, the title of the episode today, are you negotiating away greatness? And this was inspired by a quote from Alex this morning. Um, Alex Toussaint was one of my favorite Peloton cycling instructors. If you are on Peloton, And I'll tell you, I don't have a Peloton bike, but I I have a Sunny bike and I use the Peloton app as way cheaper. Um, But if you're on there and you haven't tried Alex's workouts, one, 
the workouts are so good, so good. And this is coming from someone who used to teach cycling. These classes are so good and the music is incredible. So it's a win-win. And he's got, he like drops the greatest motivation. So today we're going to riff off of this quote that he said this morning when we were, um, it was this morning for me. It was actually recorded a couple of days ago. Uh, the actual class. <laughs> Anyways, tangents. Here we go. We were in a part of the ride that was a little bit more challenging. I can't remember if we were doing sprints. I think we were in like a hit section. And he was offering encouragement, right, of around like not giving up and, and staying in it. And he said, the more time you spend negotiating, the less time to be great. I'm going to say that again. The more time spent negotiating, the less time to be great. And I, I freaking love this. And so it had me thinking, and again, I'm going to put all these um, questions that I'm posing here. They'll be in the show notes. So always, 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 when we pose questions here, we want to dig in and journal about them. So those will be easily accessible for you in the show notes if you're walking through Trader Joe's or you're driving down the highway or maybe you're working out when you listen to me. Uh, Keep going. Uh, (laughs) So this just made me think, right? What areas of life are we spending time negotiating with ourselves? What are we giving up for this negotiation, right? How much time are we spending in negotiation rather than moving towards greatness? And how is it for you when you witness others negotiating away from greatness? Because chances are we're picking it, picking up on it with other people, right? When, when they're telling them story, themselves stories about what they could be doing, but they're not and why it is. And they're doing this back and forth. I don't know about you, but I will, I will have these negotiating moments with myself when maybe I don't really feel like doing something or I'm a little bit tired. It's like, oh, I'll just put this off until tomorrow. That's easy to do. But when I see it in other um, in other people, it hits me. It hits me differently where I'm like, what are you doing? Right? Like, what are you doing to yourself? Right? Why, why are you holding yourself back? And so what if we were to respond to ourselves in a similar way? Oh my gosh. Sorry if you hear crunching in the background. Jackson just came up here with a bone. So this is where we are. But think about that, right? We often see and get rubbed by things in other people in a way that it's inviting the mirror to be held up in front of ourselves. So I want you to pay attention to that, right? What are you seeing and how are you reacting to others in a way that may be shining a light on something within yourself that could use a bit more attention, a bit more reflection. Okay. And so I'm thinking about all these things, right? What areas of our life are we negotiating with ourselves? What are we giving up for this negotiation, right? We're spending a lot of time 
honestly in this fight with ourselves, we're sitting here having these questions wondering, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Blah, blah, blah. Like we are moving away from greatness. We are literally taking steps away from it. And so it made me wonder, where would we be if we started to take action? Even those small actions, right? Because we say it all the time. It's the small, unsexy actions done consistently over time that gets us to that big, sexy outcome. But we're never going to get to that big, sexy outcome if we're sitting in negotiation and we're not ever starting to make moves, those small little moves that compound over time. I was listening to a podcast by Mel Robbins this morning, and she was answering questions from her listeners about confidence. And she came up with her definition of confidence, and I may not have the exact words right, but she says that confidence is the willingness to take action, right? Confidence is the willingness to take action. I think a lot of times when we're sitting in this place negotiating, negotiating with ourselves, it's because we're not, we don't have that feeling of greatness, right? We don't have that feeling of confidence when those, that's not actually what we're looking for, right? I mean, it is, but to get there, we have to be engaged in the process. We have to take action. We don't become great by feeling great by sitting on our ass in negotiation, right? We have to get out there and move. And remember that we're all amateurs at first. We're all amateurs at first. I think what, what, um, sorry, my throat is getting dry. I think one of the things as we get older and in adulthood, our biological age sort of plays a trick on us. Right. So I think when we're in our 20s, when we're in our 30s, we're in our 40s, 50s, there are things that maybe we think we're supposed to know how to do, or we think that others expect us to be able to do the things or know the stuff. When the reality is, is if we've never tried it, never been exposed to something, never been introduced, have 0% knowledge, negative percent knowledge, right? If you didn't even know something was a possibility or didn't know a concept, how the hell are you supposed to all of a sudden be great? Right? There's no way. So I think as we're looking at greatness and thinking about this victor's mindset that we talk about here, we have to be willing to be an amateur in all that entails, right? That means sucking. That means sucking at first. That means taking messy action. It can be intentional messy action, but we have to be moving and we have to be willing to stumble through it. Okay, so when I think about this idea of like, negotiating and it's it's holding us back and we're spending less time in our greatness. I'm wondering why why are we negotiating? Right? Are we negotiating because of the quote unquote enoughs, right? I'm not smart enough. I'm not fast enough. I, enough and I don't have enough money. I don't have enough access, resources, whatever, right? Like are the enoughs 
What's getting in the way? Because the enoughs, they're nothing but limiting beliefs. Sure, there might be a sense of like, hey, you want to start a business and it's going to take you X number of dollars to get that up and running. And maybe you have zero dollars. Now, that's a true limitation. But what's not a limitation is your ability to go out and do something about that, right? It may be harder for some of us, right? Somebody could call a rich family member or friend, get some venture capital or whatever, a hell of a lot easier than others. So don't, I don't want you to hear me say like, just go out and ask for money. No, but we are all resourceful. There are ways that we could access money, but we have to try, right? There are ways to cultivate skills and we have to go out and take the first step. And sometimes that first step is doing the research and that's fine. Okay, but I need you to check yourself on what of the quote unquote enoughs are coming up for you, if any. Okay. And then how are those acting as limiting beliefs and truly putting a barrier between you and your greatness? We have to break those down. We have to break those down. Are you negotiating because you're doubting yourself? Again, it's a theme of limiting beliefs. We all have this greatness in us. Now, where are those doubts coming from? Right? Is the doubt your voice or somebody else's voice? Sometimes they're so powerful and they've been so deeply rooted and been around for a long time that they're going to be intermingled. But I want you to ask what, yourself what you truly believe and what's all of the shit that's been planted in your mind for you. Okay, we need to start getting rid of that. Are we selling ourselves short, right? How many of us have had a dream on our heart and then said, mm, that's not for me? Mm, I don't know. Oftentimes women, right? We are, we're socialized not to dream big. So I think we need to pay attention to to the environment that we're in, the culture that we're in, and understand those external forces that are working against us. Okay, they're true. They're real. And that just shows us that our roadmap may need to look a little different at certain parts. Okay, we don't need to negotiate away the greatness. We may need to move in some different directions. Okay, and are we negotiating because we're comparing ourselves to others at a different stage, right? This is what I was talking about when we look at biological age, right? Or just time in the game. If you're, if you're trying to start a fitness journey and you're comparing yourself to your friend who's been an athlete their whole life and is now doing marathons or whatever it is, right? Like we can't make that comparison if that's not your story, if that's not your lived experience, we are all capable of the things that we want to do. Other people's success does not determine our greatness. Other people's success does not determine what's possible for us in our life. So why are we using them as data points, quote unquote, in the negotiation about our own life? Hell no. Hell no. We got to stop doing that. We got to stop doing it to ourselves and to others. I'm getting fired up here. My throat is dry. Okay. 
and as I'm thinking about all of this, right, like how is it that we can even discover the depths of our greatness when we're sitting in this negotiation, right? We can't because we're stopping ourselves from that forward momentum, that action that Mel Robbins talks about, that confidence is that willingness to take action, right? The freaking laws of physics an object in motion stays in motion. But if we're stuck behind that starting line, because we're negotiating with all of the what ifs, all of the doubts, all of these comparisons, we are never going to even get close to the finish line. It's not going to happen. And I know that some of you, when you're thinking about like, okay, I mean, I want to I want to take the action and I've got the plan, but this thing in my head is saying, well, I don't know if it's going to work. And to that, I say, so fucking what? So what? Right? Not a single thing in this world came from one try, right? These big things that we see and that help us move through the world, right? There's, there's no such thing as perfect. So all of the things around you, just like look around your space. Look around the world right now. All of these things around us exist because someone, some people didn't give up. They were amateurs. They had a vision and they kept taking action. They got it wrong and they kept moving and they made adjustments And every single time they gathered data that informed the next move, right? We have to be willing to take that first move and learn from what comes, even if it's painful, even if it's scary, even if we have no fucking clue how it's going to turn out, right? As long as we're not putting ourselves in danger, (laughs) let's take the action. Let's take the action to get the lessons that lead us closer and closer and like I don't want to say closer to greatness because I think our greatness is always evolving, but it gets, it gets that ball rolling. It gets it rolling. Action, action truly is our road to greatness, right? It's our roadmap and it's the roadmap that unfolds as we go, right? We have to take these actions. It's the movement. It's the momentum. It's the willingness to go at it and keep moving to keep moving even when there's a challenge. And sometimes the action is internal, okay? As I was talking about earlier, this sitting in stillness for me is an active process, right? Part of that action is moving away from the external to get closer to the internal. Part of that action is that contemplative phase, that journaling, the deep self-reflection, so some the action, the momentum is not always going to be something you can post on Instagram, right? Or something that you're going to be tracking in terms of, uh, you know, increasing your weights in a workout. Sometimes that, that movement and that measure is on that internal barometer. How much more do we know ourselves? What are the things that we're coming to know that we're unfolding, that's going to support the action, the momentum 
the movement towards greatness, the movement in and through our greatness, because that's us. I really don't think that we're great without knowing who we are. We can do great things. We can put numbers up on boards, but the true greatness comes through knowing ourselves, knowing what makes us tick, knowing ourselves to a deep core level so that we can be true to who we are. Because then I think all of the stuff that we just talked about, that negotiation becomes limited and, and certainly isn't in a self-limiting way, right? That no negotiation comes down when we know ourselves, because when we know ourselves taking action, putting that first, first step is so much easier because it's aligned. It's aligned with who we are. And when we can fully step into the truth of who we are and take action and cut down those negotiations, holy shit, (laughs) that's greatness. That's greatness. That's living out the victor's mindset. Mm. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to wrap us here because I could I feel like I could just keep going. So spend time with these questions. Be curious about how you are finding yourself sitting in negotiation. I don't want you to to raise the awareness and then beat yourself up. That is not what this is about. This is about awareness. This is about growth. This is about intentional forward motion. Okay, so go get the screenshot of the show notes with the question prompts in it. Spend some time with them. You know you can always, always, always drop into my DMs. Let's have a chat about this. Let me know what's resonating with you. Let me know what questions you have. Let me know what you need, right? We are in this together. You're never alone. Because as we talked about, In a recent episode, greatness is not achieved in isolation. We need each other. I'm here for you. I'm proud of you. I love you. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening in today. Will you do me a favor to help spread the word about the podcast? Take a quick screenshot of the episode and drop it in your Instagram stories, sharing one of your biggest takeaways from today. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. We'll talk soon.